babies. You fucked up. See, I don't think that's the wife would like the fupa. I offer her the same trade. I offer her the same trade. No one, but, no one bit. <laughs> it does have a good ring. Uh, <laughs> speaking of good rings, what do you say we start the show? The Supermind Sports Show, where we talk all things doing in sports. Uh, today's rundown, uh, let me pull it up. Mostly Patriots. The Patriots are uh, still tweaking their offense. So by then, I mean they suck. Um, we also have some Kevin Durant news this week. Uh, surprise, surprise. Little surprise there with what's uh, transpiring in Brooklyn. And uh, Bill, old fight, ben, fight man Bill, Billy Fight fight Night, is going to be talking a little UFC. We had an upset over uh, last weekend. Um, so that's pretty much the rundown for the for the day. Bill, why don't you kick it off with an opening take on that uh, UFC fight that you want to discuss tonight? Yeah, you uh, Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman, uh, great fight this week at UFC 278. Uh, Leon Edwards uh, head kick in the fifth round, four minutes and four seconds into that fifth round. Usman's pound for pound best fighter in the world, number one ranked, hasn't had fifteen straight fights. Was winning on the scorecard three to one. It suffered one head kick and knocked his ass right out. One of the biggest upsets in UFC history. It's great, great fight to see it. I gives me chills. I love, I love seeing shit like that. That's why that sport is fucking awesome. I love it. Nice. Dude. I love fighting sport. Like it's that you don't get, you don't get that as much as in baseball and shit. I mean, outside of like you know, 2014 and Brady and all that, like some of those stuff. But fighting, man, you can get those once a night. Well, we'll get into the, the details there and what it means for the future rounds of UFC. Um, I'll, I'll go with my opening take here. It's on the Kevin Durant. No shit he's staying in Brooklyn. Kudos to the Nets. They played this right from, from the get-go. Um, I heard on the radio today they made a good point. Oh, no, it wasn't the radio. It was uh, this morning watching Stephen A. Smith. That extension starts this year. His oh, yeah. four-year extension starts. He hasn't even played. A single game of that extension. He tried to force his way out of town. Fuck you, Kevin Durant. You baby back bitch. Your legacy is crumbling before you. And who do I blame, Ray? Um, the one Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Fupa Irving is all to blame. He's the puppet master behind this. And I also have a developing opinion what that means for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Might be a good thing for the Celtics if you are if you are in favor of those two players uh, staying here long term. We'll talk more about that. Ray, your opening take. Oh, thank you, Richard. Uh, another week, another uh, report out of Patriots camp that this offense is terrible. Uh, they are practicing with the Las Vegas Raiders right today. now. Uh, well, past two days, uh, Mac Jones was looking uh, disheveled in practice because his offense, they're not on form. Uh, the Raiders were uh, getting interceptions, uh, getting to the quarterback very easily. So, yeah, this uh, this offense is going to be a roller coaster ride all season long. Do most roller coasters just go directly into the ground and, and burn in a fiery crash? I hope not. I, I hope not. Most of I hope we I hope we have like a nice little up at one point of the season, then goes crashing down. Gotcha. Okay. You know, I would I would expect this one to be broken and just burn and burn and burn. <laughs> and burn. Uh, we'll be talking about that. That'll be the first thing we talk about. So uh, welcome to Simmind Sports Show Friday Rewind August twenty sixth. 26 thanks yep yep that makes sense august 26 welcome to the show four plus two 26 oh don't even fucking give me this on the math mr can't do 12s I was trying to get a fucking... Don't worry about it, Bill. Don't worry about it. Fantasy, nobody cares. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Ray can't divide by 12. That's that's it. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I was trying to fucking scam him. Leave me you alone. were fucking way... Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. I knew the answer the whole time. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, we apologize. Uh, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, welcome to the movement. We're the number one New England sports show on iHeartRadio. That's proven. Uh, don't dispute it self-proclaimed number one uh, New England sports show on iTunes. So uh, keep that going. Uh, Spotify, not much going on there. Uh, so help us out. Rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends. As always, tell your mothers. We can start wherever you want with the Patriots. I'll give you some, I'll give you some nuggets. We can go with the report. I got some Phil Perry stuff here. But I started with 
Kendrick Bourne basically benched against Carolina. Uh, reports that he was on the trading block along with your starting right tackle, left tackle, Isaiah Wynn, fifth-year guy. Is that – I mean, overall it's bad, obviously, but if they dealt those guys and got something decent in return, how do you feel about that? And what does it say just about the offense in general? What's decent? Give me a – Give me a. If you traded Kendrick Bourne and got a fourth-round pick next year. Yeah, I, I think if maybe if you – I think – Thornton getting hurt has a little something to, you know, to say about that. I mean, you, that you're taking away a lot of your depth, right? You, you're filled with mediocre receivers. You saw Kendrick Wilkinson go down, Christian Wilkinson go down. Now you're looking at uh, Thornton going down until at least October. And now you're looking to trade born. So now you're just shrinking your mediocrity with no depth. Was that a Langevin joke? Was that a? Uh, that's what I, th- I thought. Cause I thought he smirked a little bit when he said that. that. That's where I was going to. <laughs> was a, uh... That was an unintentional little Raymond Landry. Like when it came off the tongue, he's like, ha I got him again. Oh I, that one <laughs> slipped out. That was good. Nice job. Uh, that was setting up my own answer. No, this is bad. You don't trade your guys. Your offense is a fucking mess. You don't trade who should have been everyone anticipating was your number one receiver coming in the year. And Kendrick Bourne has had a bad camp, a slow camp, clearly had um, you know, disgruntled against the coaching staff or whatever else. By the way, so is your uh, quarterback who has come to the aid uh, in the media for Kendrick Bourne. You don't get rid of that guy. You don't trade. And Isaiah Wynn, say what you want about him. We've had our discussions whether he's a bust or whether he's a failure. They, the Patriots have a track record of getting these guys out of town on their fifth year, not planning to re-sign them. I get that. He's getting $10 million guaranteed this year. Guess what? His replacement is Yandy Kajust. So I'll take Isaiah Wynn to protect Mac Jones, okay? Um, don't trade any of these guys. Don't fucking trade anybody. You got $5 million in cap space. It's just enough to go make a move if you want to in the season. Just try and make it work. That was my short answer for that. And and speaking of trying to make it work, Ray, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that shit offense in Vegas? Um, I'll give you. A, let me see if I can find the quotes. Go ahead, talk for a second. Uh, just it was Monday when they or was it Monday? Monday when they started joint practices with the Raiders. Uh, Mac Jones looked annoyed because nothing's like working. Uh, this new West Coast scheme that they're trying to do the uh, Shanahan offense, it ain't working. And you know the Raiders were just picking them apart. He looked pissed, and then he tried to break down the practice and. Everyone could tell that this is just not what Mac wanted. Like, this is the second year you're with Josh McDaniels, who coached you last year. You know, you're embarrassing yourself. His team looks like shit. No one's on the same page. And Kendrick Bourne was his, like, number one guy on the offseason. He was the one that was with them training all the time. And they had a good relationship. You know, I thought that was going to be his number one guy, like we all thought. But yet he's nowhere to be found during practice either. Here's yeah, some quotes because they're, I mean, they're benching him in the second and third line. And that's, I mean, second and third string. Yeah. I and mean, that's a problem. Yeah. And, and I think honestly, your best three wide receiver sets are as much as I hate him, Nelson Aguilar, Devontae Parker, and then and Kendrick Bourne. I mean, that's your best three sets, especially yeah. with those two tight ends that you have. I mean, you haven't heard shit. Hunter Henry's been banged up. Right. So, I mean, now and you don't know what to expect out of John U. Smith. I mean, you heard he's had a decent camp, honestly, but we'll see maybe this new offense. You're kind of looking at what they had in Tennessee where he excelled in Tennessee. It seems like maybe that's hopefully what can get him going. But you're you're still this depth. You cannot move born. I like born. I thought he was your your number one receiver last year. He was your best receiver. Jacoby Myers is Jacoby Myers. I think he's the fourth best on any team. Right. Yeah. And you're 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 questioning. You're you're trying to put him in the slot, put him in positions that he's going to succeed and and as your typical or non-typical number one is what Mac Jones your go-to guy I mean that's an issue he's not the guy he's still learning a position it's like you you need you need the Kendrick Bournes in this offense I think again you use you can use Kendrick Bourne which they tried to do a lot last year with fucking um Debo right so kind of like Debo kind of kind of same in the same offense right this is where Born he had mentioned that from. in the spring too, Bill. He said, "Yeah, you know, they're handing me the ball and uh, it looks fun." Yeah, that's probably why they're, they're, they're the coaching staffs uh, fucking not da- they're down on him right now this year is because shut your fucking mouth, shut yeah. up, stop we'll telling people, draft. stop, start, stop telling people what you're doing. <laughs> there was also a quote from um, Jacoby Myers, something about checking egos early, early in camp um, when they were trying to get the offense going. So. Maybe that's a born thing. Let me just read you this quote from Phil Perry. Uh, this was Tuesday's practice, 11-11, 7-7s, uh, Vegas Raiders and New England Patriots. Said it was a it was a chess match. The Patriots were losing from the better for the better part of the day. 
Adams, a Devontae Adams, couldn't be stopped. He caught a twisting one-handed touchdown early. Later on, Derek Carr found him for a uh, with Dietrich Wise bringing pressure. Two plays after that, Adams caught a filthy toe-dragging reception down the sideline. But as practice progressed towards the two-minute drill, the Patriots' defense turned things around. They created sacks. They nearly got a turnover. Um, as was the case for the offense, the last full team period of the day helped salvage things on that side of the ball. There was a two-minute drill that Mac Jones led for a touchdown to Kendrick Bourne. Here's my biggest takeaway of that. The only good offense we've seen from Mac Jones in this Patriots is the old offense. Mm-hmm. When they go to shotgun on third down or two-minute drill and Mac Jones is calling the plays in the two-minute drill, they've had success. When they've tried to institute this uh, Kyle, uh, Shanahan run zone offense with Matty P back there, the most brilliant mind that Mac Jones has ever seen in football. Nut sacks or skinny Ray. Squinty, they haven't skinny done Ray, shit. Twin nut sacks. And the reports out of Vegas is their run game now is just god awful. They couldn't get anything going. So they're not every- happy with Trent Brown either. Not to cut you off, they're there. They they benched him and in Carolina, and that was the reason he didn't play against against the Panthers because they're not happy with his compete level in practice either. And that's and that's another reason why trying to look to trade Isaiah Wynn is a big mistake. I think Isaiah Wynn is going to excel at the right tackle. I really do. That's I think that's where he legitimately should have been drafted for, not this left tackle project trying to replace Nate Solder, trying to replace fucking Trent Brown. Now you got a, you got a decent line, right? I mean, you I like. Hold on, before you go on your tangent on. rambles about the line, it, it, it's very. We haven't seen a new offense instituted in this in New England in 20 years. Since Pete 20, Carroll. 22 years. This is what bad to mediocre mediocre teams look like in a camp where uh, you have a turnover in coaching staff and you have to institute new shit. Because the players who were disgruntled signed before Matty P was handed the fucking play sheet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trent Brown didn't come here to play. Uh, 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 sprinting left tackle in zone blocking scheme. He came here to play for the Patriots in which he knew them and won a championship born in 18. Kendrick Bourne didn't sign here as a free agent to play for Matty fucking P. He signed here to play with McDaniels and run that offense and, and find some success at it. So these disgruntled guys that have come here to play, we see this across the NFL. It's just usually on shitty teams that guys are not, they came to a certain place to do a certain thing and now they're changing it up on them, including your quarterback who you took in the first round, who is still just a second round guy. Maybe you should just shut up, learn the playbook and lead by example. That would kind of be my advice to him. And I think he's trying to do that, but it's no, it's no surprise to me that the Trent Browns and the Kendrick Boynes of the world who have made their money one, one at a high, high level are pitching a fit because they watch this coaching staff trying to implement an offense that no one knows how to fucking run. No, no one knows how to run. And you've seen them change their offense up. You know, a couple times over the last 20 years, the two tight end offense, you know, they've revolutionized that, brought that back. Now the half the NFL has ran that. But you haven't seen them totally morph an offense like this. Like totally, no, like, with, you know what I mean? Also without like, not a complete different coaching staff, sorry to cut you off, who have a twin nut sacks for brain cells. So, Or a quarterback that knows how to run that. No, I I think I would it's feel I would feel more show. comfortable to you're you're if you could change the offense, you do it when you had a Bill O'Brien, you had a Josh McDaniels, guys that have legit grew up in the system. They all came from the Charlie White system. This system has been in place since 2000 when Bill took over, and before that with the Giants and the old Patriots, Bill Parcells. Like this system has been around forever. That and then Bill Bill refined it. That's why he's run the same system. Right. So now you're 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 trying to throw guys in that were on the other side of the ball. And I'm sick of hearing this this excuse about like if you're a good football coach, you can you can go on both sides of the ball. Brian Flores did it. okay, but he was a true defensive guy. Right. So same thing with fucking Matt, Matty P nutsack over here. He is a defensive guy and Joe Judge is a special teams guy, right? He's not the John Harbaugh that everyone was trying to compare him to when he took the Giants job, right? So, I mean, he ruined Daniel Jones and he's about to ruin Mac Jones, right? I don't know if he hates Jones. I don't know. Yeah, He's a I racist. Know. He's racist. That's what it is. He hates <laughs> Jones. He just... I think there's a different word from that. A Joan, Jonesists. Joneses. Should we? So uh, I have a couple the Joneses. Phil Perry's got a good article, stock up, stock down to talk some just football stuff as opposed to this. But before we get there, Raymond, is this true? There's been talk of another bridge year. What did Belichick Oof. call it last year? A uh, a rebuilding year or whatever the hell he called it when he signed all those free agents. Right. Wasn't it? I don't even know. Is should we consider this a bridge year with the offense implementation, a second year quarterback, brand new offensive coaching staff? Um, some rookies that are supposed to be making 
we haven't even touched the defensive side of the ball and the basically entire linebacking core of young. If we change our mindset, would we would that be better? If we said this is a bridge year, no, we this can is New get England better Patriots. towards the end of the year. No, you you've been winning for 20 years. Why would you want to have a bridge year? Plus, Bill Belichick's 70 years old. That's the biggest thing, Ray. You that is the biggest thing. If if he was a Sean McVay that took over when he was 35, I would allow it and just won six <laughs> Super Bowls, right? And he's only 55. You're like, okay, the next four or five years, build something. This right? motherfucker could die any day. He's yeah, 70 years yeah. old. Not banging that fucking Linda, you can't. He she's keeping him fit. That's what's gonna keep that's what's gonna kill him. You see those titties on the beach? I'm not more, talking about Linda's either. Check. I'm talking about Bill. I'm more interested in winning that she's, woman. She's no. got she's got check for lumps on him. <laughs> um yeah, no, I agree. We I do I'm the with same you. with Irene. We get it. Mm-hmm. Well, nice that, you guys. I appreciate there, that. I appreciate it. While we're there, practice safe sex. The uh wait, last question on this. Where is Robert Kraft in all this? Is is this just letting Belichick play out the string because of the amount of success that he's brought him in the Asian Pacific uh, uh, med spa. <laughs> yep. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I have a question real quick. Real quick. Go ahead. What happens when he goes off the pasture and his son takes over? What do you think happens then? Wow. Real morbid tonight, Ray. Sorry. Why do you have death on the brain? Are you dying? I have a feeling. And uh, are you he... wearing a Duke shirt? No, LSU. I have a feeling wow. Jonathan Kraft could go uh, one of two ways. He could completely tear it down and start from scratch and be his dad in terms of a football and look for the Parcells type to come in and redo it and, and really you focus on. 751. 751. Um, technically, Rick. I think you're correct in that. This would be more of that. He could just try and make a shit ton of money. And that they're the second high. They're worth six point four billion dollars. If you look at the sun, money. the sons of ownership in the NFL do not have a terrific track record. Yeah, but I have pretty Mark good Davis? faith. No, he's been running the team. Right? He has been, the and team. he's in his what is he in his fifties? And he's a Harvard businessman. He ain't no Mark Davis. Like he went to school. He mm. did all that stuff. Like he's. I like, just the, wonder what his dedication to the know team football. is. Like Robert Kraft he doesn't need to sat know in the stands at Sullivan Stadium. Stadium. He's the one who made his money, made his fortune. Like there, you know, Robert Kraft has that. I uh, came from nothing type of thing, and maybe he instilled it in Jonathan. But Jonathan Kraft grew up a fucking millionaire and was inherited this team. I'd be so. more worried about his brothers. They don't hear a lot of like Jonathan Kraft is the pretty much turning into like the owner like he the, the, the ownerships and the kids names the succession plans there it's him it's not a mark davis type it's not the fucking browns out there in um cincinnati like paul brown's kids like who ruined the Bengals. cowboys like, cowboys uh all his Steven, kids are i think Steven jones still pulling Steven jones kids. is the vp like i mean he's still pulling but he's the next guy like uh, these at least these owners have legit guys in place. Say what yeah. you want about the Joneses, but at least, you know, they're putting teams Fucking in places. I know. It. Fuck. They hate the white guys. They hate, they hate, they hate coaches Joneses. hate the the white Joneses. They're never good. That's why. Yep. No, there's, there's but no, flaw, but anyways, flaw least, their game is a flaw in their name. Yeah. They, they put, they, um, that's a t-shirt. Hun- they're just honey dicking people. <laughs> Quick break. And we'll do some, uh, stock up, stock down with full Perry. Fucking honey, dick and me. We should tease that in the YouTube. Phil Perry joins us for stock up, stock down. Yeah, dude, like, I've oh, been well. seeing him. Like, who's that? That stupid podcast thing you got? Some New England shows gets him on all the time. Yeah, Ray, Raymond. You got to be more specific on what stupid New England show gets him. It's on Phil all Perry. Time. Just get him. Just email him. <sighs> okay. Jesus, what else are you gonna do? Phil Perry, NBC Boston, has some stock really? up, some stock down, um, in in his recent uh, stint with the Patriots in training camp. So I'll just give it to him, see what you think. Uh, I'm not gonna read all these paragraphs because our tongue ain't too good at reading too good. Uh, he starts number Why, one night, stock night? up. Toot toot. We've been on this guy. I've been on this guy saying he's going to be a, a key factor in the defense moving forward for the last couple of years. Actually, Adrian Phillips. Phillips nearly had an interception on Carr in a two-minute drill. He told reporters after the fact that it was one that he should have had. Blah blah blah. Banged out twenty-five push-ups. Good for him. Uh, pass breakups. Then the, all the like. We've seen him play the linebacker role when he first got here. Uh, stepped back into the, uh, into that safety role. Timeout. Stock up for Adrian Phillips. Hold on. Timeout. Mm-hmm. 
You can't you can't do twenty five push ups, right? I probably could, but it'll hurt tomorrow. Wait, is that Wait, what you exactly? Happened? All right, back up. Put your camera down. Twenty five push ups. Come no. on, come on. Let's go, Fupa. All right, keep talking. Okay. All right. You put your camera down. I want to see you. Oh, they gotta be right. That's a direct dick <laughs> shot. Look at this guy hanging out. This has got to be real push ups. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11. He's slowing down a little bit. 13, 14, 14. Oh, no, oh, that was He cut him oh, short. He cut him short. 16, 17. He split him in half. Didn't get all the way down to the ground. Oh, hey, no. oh he's struggling for those last ones. Pretty good speed, though. Not yeah, bad. he slowed down. There. Golf clap. Golf clap. He <laughs> is breathing heavy. <laughs> Way to go. Breathing heavy. There wasn't as many jokes as I thought it would be on that one, but it wasn't nice job, bad. Eric. You know what? You know what his speed tells Mr. us. Mr. Fulton taught me how to do push-ups back. No, then. you cut one short, so we had to have. That's why I, that's what, I did twice. Yeah. I, I could hear you. The the speed on that tells us that you could not slow down because momentum was carrying you to twenty five. Oh, a lot wow. of weight to push up off that floor. <laughs> you ever see Stanley in the office? He starts getting out. What was his twenty five push ups? By the time he gets to the end, it's so big and fat to fuck. It's hard to push all that weight up. It is. Yeah, that wide stance too. That's that's yeah. You know. Sorry, Next I didn't mean time, to confuse you. Keep working on it. We want we want to get I got, triangle. I got T Rex arms, so it's easy for me. I call mm. these the Irene's. That's that's when you really work out your pecs. Stock up. Uh, next stock up on the uh, on the chart is one Matt Judon. Here's my only question, Matt Judon, a hero for the... seventeen games. There you go, nailed it. What do you what What do you think happened to him? COVID. The, f- the final four. You yeah. want to blame it on COVID? COVID, and then I he was and listening injury, to but... uh, Stephen Belichick. Well, he was listening to him basically all year, wasn't he? No, because remember they were splitting it up between. Uh, no, Mayo. but Bill Bill took over. And he was oh, he was a beast since we, he was beast beast from week one. So whoever was in his ear, I don't think that had a problem with it. I I this is the only thing it was I'll, either I'll, injury related or he quit. That's the only that's the only thing I can. Complain. I don't think he quit. I I say the COVID kind of knocked him out. I mean, you look at Jason Tatum when he had COVID, it it banged him out for what a month or two, and he even said, I mean, actually the rest of the season, right? So I mean, that's the biggest thing where it came with the COVID. So, I mean, that's probably what it is. You know, he's trying to gut it out. He's a football player. I mean, that that's what he does. But I, I give me it from give earn your money in the most important stretch of the season. Right. I mean, after November is when you need to earn your money. Matt, you done. Let me see you. I don't give a shit if you had 12 and a half sacks. Give me the fucking five, six, seven sacks after November. That's where you're the most important on this team. That's where you're you're fighting for playoffs. Five. I mean, we were looking at going into a bye for this team. Number one seed. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Matt, Judon gets covid maybe gets hurt or quits. I mean, those are your three options, right? So, I mean, that's some combination of all three, but, I mean, that's a big reason. And then to watch, uh, obviously, besides Josh Allen in the playoffs, but, you know, different story. Yeah, I'll take 17 games. Third stock up for uh, Phil Perry, Devontae Parker, who's been stock up basically all camp. Um, had a touchdown uh, with against the Raiders at one point. Um, had three targets from Mac Jones, connected on a slant play that they missed in that Panthers game. I think it was to bad Myers. Bad over. No, it was Parker. No. He overshot Parker, Parker by a yeah, mile on um, third down. Right? Was it the- Parker was oh. a big part of that uh, two minute drill that they left on a high note. He got a third down play, uh, one on the sideline, nice catch. So Devonte Parker, uh, their pickup for what they give up for a fifth round pick or something like that, third, fourth, something like that. fifth and a seventh, right? Something. Yeah. Super like that. Um, but it's like not the same year. It's or like no, months. or a seventh. There's a fifth for 2023 and a seventh for 2024. Either way, uh, they got him for cheap. He's a good wide receiver. He's got health concerns, has his whole career, uh, but he's burnt the Patriots for years. He's had a really good camp. Should be a guy that helps Mac Jones stock up for Devontae Parker. Raymond? No, I totally agree. But the other thing, like you guys said with Judon, 17, give you 17 games. This guy is notoriously injured every year. He was with the Dolphins. So have a healthy year and see what happens. Talents there. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of Devontae Parker, but got to show me something more be healthy but it's good i mean you heard them they're working out early hopefully max new arm strength benefits him i would rather basically this is my offense you know that new arm like, strength. 
<laughs> I love that fucking shit too. His arm's stronger. Is it new sure. arm strength? You know okay. that play in Madden where you just send everybody the vertical four verticals and four you verticals, yeah, baby. That's all I want to see. Just throw Randy just Moss offense. Go, just baby. throw it up to him. And if he wants to catch these 50-50 balls that we've been hearing since the beginning of July, that's what I want to see. Mac, use your fucking robotic arm and throw it up and let him go get it. Because that's, that's the only way you're going to succeed. I think the nerd said he's catching like 87% of 50-50 balls or whoever they defined it to make it A sound A lot of good. numbers. A lot. These stock downs are good. These are good stock downs. Jake okay. Bailey, number one stock down. You, fuck you, you shut Don't your do it, man. Mouth. He just did 25 push-ups. He, his heart can't handle that. No, it's already still being. No. Stock down number one from Phil Perry, Jalen Mills. I'm sorry. Agreed. Your number one cornerback, Thank left you. cornerback, Jalen Mills, stock down, got his jock stolen from him by Devontae uh, Adams. I'm going to, I'm going to, nope. That, uh, maybe for these pra- practices, but it's Devontae Adams. He's probably the number one to number two best wide receiver in football. I understand. I so get it. it. Well, he's we play, play him in week 15. Diggs? So I don't know when they play. When do they play Vegas? You're 14. going, aren't you, Bill? I'm going. Oh, Ray's you're going. going to oh, you're going to Vegas early, right? Yeah, Bill's going to Vegas, Vegas next week. Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Right. Um, two, okay, tomorrow. so, Bill, you're not that down on Jalen Mills? He has had a good camp. Yeah, it's Devontae Adams. If he was doing it by fucking, you know, Hunter Renfro, the football player, not the baseball player, I'd be a little bit more um, concerned. Concerned, but, like, it's Devontae Adams, dude. I mean, him and him and Derek Carr are best friends. I mean, that was the reason he went to Oakland. I mean, they Fresno State, their, their senior in Fresno State was – one of the best college duos in history. They were disgusting. Like it's Devontae Adams, dude. It's not fucking Jalen Waddle or someone like that who I, who was a lesser wide receiver or like I said, Hunter Renfro. It's Devontae. Yeah, I'll it's give you down. That. It's down because it's Devontae Adams, but still, I'm I'm expecting more. And I just think maybe you know they, they it's training camp. Vanilla. They're showing their vanilla defense. You heard it in the say you know. Typical Patriots defense. When you went into your two-minute drill, what do they do? They clamp down. When you got into your 20s, you clamp down. And you're going to see this Jalen Mills shit. This is why Ray hated him all year. No, that's what they're going to do. Plack up, back off zone, and the front seven has been the best part of their defense. Um, we'll get Christian to that. Barmore has been a beast. Well, we'll get to the front seven here in a, in a second. How about right now? Stock down number two from Phil Perry. The Patriots, your Patriots linebackers, Raymond, you've been high on these young, fast whippersnappers. There has been a lot of great talk about Anthony Jennings and Josh Uche having great camps. Haven't heard much from the inside guys and uh, Mac Jones and or not Mac, Mac, uh, Mac Wilson, Mac Wilson and uh, whoever else are thrown in the middle there. I don't know who they're going to decide who is going to play that role. Raekwon. Raekwon McMillan. Uh, let me read this for you, seeing as uh, they're raised linebackers. <laughs> While the Patriots defense did its thing during the two-minute drill, one throw could have changed all of that. Uh, Carr had Brandon Bolden streaking down the field completely unchecked for a touchdown. Wait, he plays for the Raiders? Yep. Yeah, McDaniels dragged a lot of guys there. Uh, but he overthrew his target. Raiders' backs had room to operate for the majority of the practice. Bolden beat Jawan Bentley. Forgot about that guy. For a first down, your boy Raquan McMillan also had a hard time sticking with Brandon Bolden in the falling period. Um, it wasn't all bad for the unit. Bentley had a sack late in the practice and looks like he could spend uh, 2022 coming off the edge. But running with the Raiders' backs downfield may come into focus on Wednesday. Isn't this why they got fast, speedy guys? So to combat this that's so. that's so. i guess it's not working out too well although it did look good against the panthers Ooh, I mean, when backups damn it. thanks ray <laughs> third oh, god damn it bill third stock down damian harris Quit being a bitch it's a burp another trade not like i'm shit. fucking coming on the mic here come on <laughs> that'd be more entertaining i want to see that do it right now i just Ooh. did 25 push-ups come on no, the mic. i have to talk into this thing <laughs> Not the first time it comes been on your mouth. I need some mouth. I need some. You said help. I thought you said mouth. I did say mouth. Oh. <laughs> that's that's the bat signal. <laughs> Just a fucking mouth. <laughs> Goes up in the sky. Like like the kiss. Like the uh not kiss, like the Rolling Stones. Logo. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, it's just an open jaw. The queen needs it's mouth. like a shark jaw coming in at you. Damian Harris also has had a uh, he's stuck down for uh, for Phil Perry. Um, not been used in passing situations. Has been not been targeted. I don't know. It seems like their offensive line is not giving these guys lots of room uh, room to run. What do you think about uh, them trading Harris too? He's been on the uh, uh, 
not on a trading block, but there's been rumors that they might try to move him. This is his last year, right? Yes. Last year of the contract. Yeah, do it. No. 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 Jesus. What is wrong with you? Hold on, hold on, Rich, before you go. What have we been bitching about since the start of the show in the start of July? He doesn't listen. Right. Rich, can you answer this question for me? What's the number one problem in the, on this team Offensive currently line? situated right now yeah. as a whole? Rich, oh, um, Skinny yeah. Ray. Tell me. Skinny Ray. The Person, offensive line personnel, they don't have it. What the they, offense, they don't have what they need to the do. The offense in general. No, and why are you general. trying to. The offense. Why, the offense in general. And you're trying to talk about trading that? Ray, you're fucking. Ridiculous. You're not trading Damian Harris. He's, he's going to rush for a thousand yards. Dude, that shit plays. Come on. Ray has Asperger's. That's practically retarded as it is. That plays. Okay. If it's in the same 804, it's, it's not much to write down. Nope. So, same, same timestamp. <laughs> Um, well, uh, yeah, no, you need what your depth after them is Ty Montgomery. So no, you can't trade. And your here, what's that guy? They man? don't play rookie running backs. They don't play them. Even Stevenson had was the, Ram, Andre Ramadan Dong Stevenson. No, he fumbled. They fumble. played a, a yeah, rookie. Was that? Yeah, the they Dolphins gave him a shot fumble, early right? and then they benched him. That JJ Taylor the Dolphins, did the same right? thing. He's, caught, he's gone. Okay. Taylor's gone. Um, Eight oh five. Just, just log me. <laughs> That's all I got. No parting words on the Patriots. Let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious one. Thank you, there, Richard. Hopefully, Billiam doesn't barp or, uh, during this beautiful segment. You say Patriot. barp? Can't. Your Irene came in. She's under the table. Uh, the Patriots look to be making a little to no improvement on offense. They travel to sunny Las Vegas this week to get embarrassed by old friend Josh McDaniels. Things look and feel bleak for the Pats, but Belichick was at least impressed with the Taj Mahal of facilities. It was golden dumps and lady humps for Coach B in Sin City. The summer of Kevin Durant trade rumors has officially come to an end. Durant agreed to rescind his trade request after meeting with team owner Joe Sy. Is it Sy? In L.A. this week. Joe C. Got more game than Glico. Reports say Sy took a knee and scooped a cup of soup to make the superstar happy. Durant soup. Testicles. He licked his nuts. Other reports are coming to light that on Tuesday morning, Kyrie Irving woke up on the opposite side of his race car bed, in turn leading to KD's full reversal of Confaggery. Uh, and other Red Sox news, uh, they are a walking tape. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. Thank you, Raymond. Well done. Uh, Kevin Durant, <clears throat> Kevin Durant folds. I don't know if, um, if Joe Sy, Joe C had to take a cup of soup, um, that I think it might've gone the other way around. I do too. I do too. Just the whole, this is why, honestly, I know I blame everything in Kyrie Irving because it's true, but this, it, this hat, like what was Kevin Durant's plan? Like, what did he think was going to happen? Did he honestly think, uh, without playing a single that second, they were going to trade Kyrie Irving. You don't no more million dollar contract that you can just force your way out of town for pennies on the dollar. Like there's a limit to this you know power struggle happen? in the NBA, and we just we just found it. This is what's going to happen. LeBron just signed a two year, hundred million dollar contract extension, and one of the stipulations was we need to trade for Kyrie Irving. KD hears that nonsense and is like, okay, this is what we're going to work out. Kyrie need to go. Right, so I think now you're going to see maybe a revamped effort to try to trade Kyrie Irving, roll with Ben Simmons and whoever else. I've seen three team trades float out there. It's all centered around that dumpster cunt, Kyrie Irving. So you Irving. think you think Durant wants Curry, Kyrie out? You think there's trouble in paradise? Who wouldn't? And that you, yes, because Katie loves him. But, um, like, do you love sixty year, games? No. Do you love sixty games? Nope. You got one year. That's left inhumane, in dude. That's inhumane to ask somebody to play sixty games. Yeah. How dare you? That was slave labor in China, and they still fucking do it. Get rid of Kyrie Irving. Don't don't get Kyrie going on that slave labor in China. In his, in his four iPhones, he probably has. Um, I don't know. I I was just going under the impression that Kevin Durant still still was supporting Kyrie Irving. He there was rumblings that he was not happy with the way that management quote unquote handled the Kyrie Irving uh, vaccine situation. I just think that Kevin Durant has no spine. Kind of rolls with whatever is his period it's telling him to fucking roll with that month and um uh, and and the nets called his bluff and they beat him so sorry dude 
You got to play for us. And two things. If they trade Kyrie, maybe that changes. But if they don't, say what you want about them. And we know they're a dumpster fire. But then it's still a shit ton of talent. They will win a shit ton of games in the regular season just on talent alone if they all play. You got to motivate. Hold on. You got to motivate. Hold on. You just I don't think they're all going to yeah. play. I think you they're just get a motivated. You're gonna you're gonna get a motivated Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons just got seventeen and a half million dollars out of the twenty two that he was suing Philly. That's a motivated. He had to go. That was the biggest con ever. He had to get fucking surgery to get his goddamn money. I think he's coming back and he's going to be fucking. He's, he's going to be, be what he he's going to be what he is, which That's is a, a good big three. If you get everyone on the Kyrie court, Irving's playing play. for a contract. And if Kyrie Irving tells Kevin Durant to play a play, plus I do believe in Kevin Durant's competitive spirit. I think he does want to win when he's out there and wants to he's play. The best player he's in just the league. a fucking he's aloof. <laughs> so you add Joe Harris coming back, the kid they got from Utah. They picked up TJ Warren like they got a good fucking squad. They were the number one team in the East before uh, last year before. Um, KD went down and then Kyrie and they traded Harden and, uh, you know, Kyrie. Yes, it was all a fucking shit show in the dumpster fire. Little blaze over under on sabbaticals for Kyrie this year. 20. How many daughters birthdays does he two. have? How many? He's got two. Ill- he's got two. How many illegitimate daughter birthdays does he have? He's got two weird disappearances in him. And one will come in the playoffs, which is why they won't actually win well, anything. Whatever it is, Ramadinga Rama ding, ding dong that he has oh, a fast. Got a fast. That he has a fast really fast. How dare you make fun of that? Hey, Jalen oh, Brown. I'm sorry. Too, by the way. Speaking of Jalen Brown um, and, and Tatum, and I didn't put the whole wrist thing in Tatum, so I'll get your opinion on that too. But this is what I think this whole Dev- Kevin Durant thing did. And this is a whole N- y- NBA wide. And I think we've talked about this before, but a shift in power. LeBron James, Kevin Durant just proved he's not LeBron James. LeBron James could use his talent and his business sense to leverage himself to wherever he wanted to go. The second Durant signed that four-year deal, that went out the fucking window, and he's not LeBron James. And I think that this is starting to shift, and maybe it's just a cultural thing too. Like the John Morants, like the young talent in the league, just seem like they have – I don't know, more pride, like more emphasis to stay and be part of a team. I don't know if that's going to stick with the Celtics. But my point is, if you give Tatum and Jalen Brown the extensions that they that they want and probably deserve, they're not I don't think they're going to leave Boston. I think Durant and the Nets just put that on the table for future NBA and young stars. This whole Anthony Davis forcing you out of time to go play with LeBron and the Lakers. I don't think that's going to be the norm anymore. I think you need to offer you need to offer Jalen Brown a contract now and you need to give him what the future contract is going to be, because I think he's up in two years. You got Tatum signed through the extensions, big money. I think realistically, I think they're both gone. I I really I think I said it last week, Rich. I said it last week. You have three year window. If you're not fucking getting where you need to do and you can't get over the hump in these next three years, Jason Tatum's going to force his way out of town. He's got a he's got too big of a pull. He's with all the superstars. And there's too much money. Just that when this was when the when the power was at its height with LeBron James, Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, like the max contracts were a buck 20 buck 30. You're like Buck 40. A hun- you're like Jason Tatum can line himself up for a $300 million contract. Jalen Brown, if he stays with the Celtics, is looking at over $200 million. They're not, and you don't give Jalen Brown the extension now. He can't make enough money now. You have to wait till next year because of the stipulations. He's gone. The, no, he's not. If they Would pay you him, him for Donovan Mitchell right now, straight up. No. Um, Yes, because the money works, and Donovan Mitchell's about. I think to Donovan to Mitchell the New has... York Knicks, and and Danny Ainge is running Utah now, and Danny Ainge fucking loves Jalen. Is that the point though? He's not going to do that. They're not going to straight. The point is Jalen Brown's I not would. going anywhere if they give him his money. Ray, do you agree or disagree? No, I agree. I think what the, what's going to be the sign that they all leave is when they win those two championships. If they finally get over the hump, I think that's when they're going to want to leave and do their own thing. Be like, I yeah, we did it. Now I want to go. Did you see that? You see that little green shit that came out of his ass when he was doing those push-ups? Yeah, how's that green teamer pushing it all out? The two championships, yeah, sure. Like it. Hey. Ray's like Here's a rabbit. A, he has two different I, kinds I, of shit. I truly believe green the power shit of shit. for the Celtics. Regular shit for all the shitty foods that he eats. Yep. Uh, final point on the on the seas. What do you, what do we make of Jason Tatum playing in the playoffs with a fractured wrist? Now, can the Celtics get in trouble for that? No. I'll be, I thought you Not had the to NFL. Like, really, I, don't, I don't think that's what I, I was asking. That's all, that's what I was asking. No, I mean, in, 
I just hope that it wasn't an excuse for being shitty in the finals, right? So I'll give him if it was legit broken, which it sounds like it is. I I don't want to I don't I want to hear about it the day after you lost, like by like I want to see you in the brace. This I don't want to hear about it two months after you lost, right? Now I just felt like it was a wrong time to break it up, but to bring it up, I should say, but good for him balling. You know, we I've always thought the kids were soft. You know, no, you can't win, no championship drive, and now they're fucking. You know, you're playing with a broken wrist as a basketball player. I mean, it was a small fracture, but come on. I mean, the, you know, the toughness. If it's true, like I said, if it's true, good for him. If it's an excuse, yeah. I, I don't think there's any doubt that it's true. And I think, I think if you go back and look at some of the decisions that he was making, like we were mad at him for not driving, and I forget the exact. What did we think it was his shoulder? We thought it was his shoulder. The well, whole he, was, he had the stinger in his shoulder that he kept yeah. saying that. But some of the shot, like some of the dead on threes he was shooting Bad. against Milwaukee were like hitting the backboard. I think I think that that's legit. I agree with you, Bill. I didn't I didn't catch like I got to go back and watch and see how it came up. Like, was there a question? Was it a planted question? No, it sounded it, like, yeah. It, is it's... it getting it out there to say, OK, maybe there's a reason why he didn't play as well? I still look at that Warrior series and look at the way he, the decisions that he was making and still blame it on the fact that the Warriors defense just bottled him up and he didn't know how to break it. And the Celtics didn't know how to break it. They didn't know how to compete in that, in the moment. It was still the moment that beat them, not Jason Tatum's wrist. He, the dude dropped what 36, 46 in a game six to bring it back to Boston against Milwaukee and Giannis. So his wrist was okay game, to do that. Yeah. But if you think like the timeline game three against Milwaukee game three through five, he was terrible. Right. So, I mean, that, that that's where it was. So it's like you look at that's, it. Yeah, go, that's what I'm thinking. That's, that's when he got his quarter zone shot. Like the backboard. Yeah. 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 That I mean, that was the time. And like I said, you're playing through it for two months. That's what we want to see. I've always thought basketball players, baseball players are all pussies. Give me hockey players. And, Not like a soccer and, player. And NHL players all day. Dude, come on. Soccer player Blake's his wrist. They'll fucking take an ambulance ride and then a helicopter <laughs> medvac to get to the fucking nearest hospital. Just take the hand, doc. I can't do the pain. Just take it. <laughs> I don't need his fucking hands anyway. I play a game with my feet. Can't, can't touch the can't touch the ball with my hands. Any ball, any game you can't touch with your hands is fucking. Oh, God damn it, damn it dude! It plays. Who cares? It doesn't though. Eight sixteen. Um. I, so last point. So we're moving now. forward with the Celtics roster. We all like the Celtics roster. Um. I think that they need to um find a little bit more depth at wing. They're signing a bunch of these ex uh lottery picks from four or five six Noah years Von ago. Lay. Just got yeah, signed, right? Yeah, he's on Denzel Valentine not long ago. So they're trying to French, find – nice job. They're uh, done spending money. They're not going to spend any more money on guys, and they need to find uh, some depth at center and wing. Other than that, to finish up on your point, Bill, I think props to Udoka for bringing some toughness in these guys. Robert Williams playing with a, a, a torn meniscus. Jason Tatum, broken wrist. Uh, Jalen Brown went through his hamstring, whatever in- his injuries were. In Smart was too. hurt. So. Yep. Al Horford is our age, so good for them. Uh, well, good for Odoka. Our age, not Bill's age. You're the oldest one on the show, you fucking cunt. That place. I don't care Quick if break. it's that... a fucking week. It's still you're the still the oldest one on the show. Don't look it though. Quick break. We'll be doing some shit. UFC. Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. How do you not look older than me? You've been in the same relationship since we were in fucking diapers. Good jeans, baby. Good jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's them. What uh, size of those jeans these it's days? It's that J jeans. J crew. Oh. <laughs> UFC, Bill. Uh, Usman loses to Leon Edwards. Sets up the uh, trifecta. The third match. So what, what do they call that in the UFC? Trilogy. Trilogy. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Uh, Bill, why don't you go ahead and tell us about your blood sport? No, I mean, like I said, uh, Usman coming into the fight is a four to one favorite, right? I mean, he lost the first round, first time he's ever been taken down in his UFC career. He's 15 fight winning streak, already beat Leon Edwards in the first in the first fight, 2015, pound for pound, the best fighter in the entire world right now. My he was on the path to possibly go down as the number one UFC fighter ever. And then just one head kick, one head kick. I mean, you're you're down three one in the rounds. And all credit to Leon Edwards' his corner. You've seen the videos come out. They compared him to Rocky. His nickname's Rocky, but you've seen it. The motivation, and then just 
fake with the jab, right jab, caught his head down to the left and, and one head kick, and he was out before he hit the ground. I mean, it's just that's why finding combat sports is the best sports in the world. And that's why you see it. It just shit like that can change in an instant. And so you can get your ass kicked for the whole entire fight. And then the last 60 seconds under 60 seconds, you knock out the pound for pound best fighter in the world. I mean, you don't see that much. It's probably, it's probably the biggest upset in UFC history. Number one, um, head kick his, uh, knockout in history over Holly home and Ronda Rousey. But I mean, it's just good. It's good for the sport. It's good for the sport. You don't want, I, it, 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 I don't think it's great for the sport when you see one guy dominating all at the one division. You've seen it, John Jones, right? So, I mean, that's why he moved up to heavyweight. Now you saw Kamara Usman. I expect him to win and, and regain the title for the so trilogy. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, what's the what's the scuttlebutt now? Is it like, you know, would Usman win that nine out of ten times and and he caught lightning in a bottle? You know, yeah, and I, I think the two thousand one Patriots against the Rams, they caught him on the right night and you know made caught the right him on move. the right caught him on the right night. I mean, you think back, I mean, Leon Edwards is on a, a ten fight win streak going in or ten decision win streak. I mean, he he lasted for three rounds before. I, I don't think it was the main event two thousand fifteen. So he went to the decision, and lost that. But I mean, he just. I don't know what it was. It, it's I expect Usman to win. I I expect him to. I expect this is Leon Edwards. What I would say the 07 Giants were, right? So I mean, you put the Patriots up against them, ninety nine. You put them up against them a hundred times, right? I, that's where I mean, Leon, no disrespect to Leon Edwards at all. Like he's a fucking phenomenal fighter. It, it is an awesome story. Just rags the riches. Grew up in a fucking shed and. Jamaica immigrated to the UK and now you're going to see it. He's going to, they're looking for the trilogy fight in some someplace in the UK. They've mentioned uh, Wembley. They had 110,000 people in Wembley for the Tyson Fury fight. So, I mean, it's good for the sport. I, I, I like seeing good stories, good stories, no matter what sport it is, it's good to see. Now, are they still paying these guys like a bunch of peasants that live in shacks in Jamaica? Yeah, so this will be his uh, first mm-hmm. title defense. Will be this was the probably the most lucrative fight of his career. The next title defense would be you've heard um, Mastival get thrown out, um, get thrown out just because you know the three piece in a biscuit thing that that started back way back when. But he's on a three fight losing streak. Our 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 guy, the Wolf Shemaev, is is fighting Nate Diaz next month. So I mean, you've heard that, but I mean, the trilogy is the way to go. They're going to set it up. You're, they're going to take a few months off. He's going to bask in his win, but I mean, that's going to be the biggest fight of his career. And I love Usman. I love him. I expected him to win, but man, I would have bet all the money in the world on him to win. And that that's just the way it is. You heard the crowd in the beginning chanting Usman and all that. By the end of the fifth round, it was like Rocky Four. Not even joking. It, it was like shocked. Rocky Four. Yeah. It was like a peak, I can by change. The end, you, you can change. change. We all can change. change. The best Rocky, by the way. Rocky Four is my favorite. The, agreed. Even Rocky had a montage. <laughs> Ray knows what I'm talking about. Ray, uh, I didn't watch the fight, but I, heard, I saw that. Okay, uh, we'll be right back with simplest minds of the week. <laughs> Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. I thought you were gonna say go bees. You gotta text me. Sorry, Nigerian nightmare. Apologies. Uh, we have a lot of candidates here. Ray, let's start with yours. Simplest mind of the week, Mr. John Gruden came out that um, the man that Brady was talking about when uh, in his free agency tour. That motherfucker. <laughs> that mo- you want that motherfucker, motherfucker over, over, me? over me? That guy was Derek Carr, and the man who wanted him was John Gruden, who is now uh, disgraced. And out Dana of the White set this up. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of UFC. John yeah, Gruden I didn't-, didn't want him. I read that and I was like, there was no explanation why Dana White was in the middle of bringing Tom Brady. Him and him and, uh, him and uh, Brady are boys. So, uh, Brady, but like, he's not a he's not a licensed agent. He's not, like, why does he? Because he Dana owns White's half from of Boston. Vegas right now. Yes, and he owns half of Vegas. You wanted him to go there. Uh, when Brady went to one of the fights, they were talking like, "Hey, you should come to the Raiders." He talked him into going to the Raiders. Like, this is going to be a great idea. Uh, Dana White put it all together. He went to John Gruden. He said, "Nah, I'm all there." Sick. He was he was looking for property out in Vegas, and yeah. this goes back to the Floyd Mayweather fight. They became real good boys, and by the Floyd Mayweather fight, because remember Brady took his private jet from the Kentucky Derby, and they all oh, flew yeah. to we all flew to Mayweather's place, right? I think it was right around there, and they all fucking did that. That's where they became boys, and it was like they when he when they moved the team to Vegas, it was like, all right, now you're going to the Raiders. You need to live in Vegas and you do this. I think I, if I had to bet, I'm talking, I would have probably thrown UFC ownership his way. I bet, I bet there would have been backdoor deals. I mean, you know, 
they're worth billions. That's why of it's funny to me that they put uh, Dana White's name in the art. Like it's not surprising. Dana White's to me. the one that said it. In no, it's not. It's because Gronk made him say it, and he's like, "I was gonna take this to my grave. I was never gonna talk about it." But for some reason, Gronk had like a live, like a Manning. Uh, well, they were the so, UFC yeah, thing. Yeah, they've been doing that. Snoop Dogg's done a few, and it's so just... Gronk pretty much like coerced Dana to be like, "Yeah, remember when you got almost got me and Brady to go to Vegas?" And Dana was like, "I didn't want to ever talk about this." So, because well, he's a he's because him and Robert Kraft Crafter boys too. Yeah. I mean, he he grew up in Connecticut, Boston area. I mean, sure, no, the like the connections make sense. It's just very rare that you see a name like that mentioned in a story as the curator of a free agency deal. So it, it was Ray just does twenty five push ups and he has to switch the power aid before <laughs> the end of the show. I saw. That. <laughs> Reg- so I have down here. I didn't want to walk. To the Regardless of that, the simple mind is not Dana White. The simple mind is John Gruden for saying no. What yeah. a fucking idiot! You would have had a Super what Bowl, an idiot. New stadium, Super Bowl. Look at the weapons they had on at the Hunter, very... Hunter Renfro for them would have caught 140 passes. Because oh, he's... he's there, wasn't he drafted a year after? No, Either he was there. No. He was there. He was there. The first year just, of Gruden. He just no. We're talking 2020. 2020. He just signed the big. He just signed a good ascension. He would have. Either way, team. at the very least, John Gruden would Darren not be Waller out of the league. With Brady, Gronk, Gronk, Darren. Yeah, Waller. he would. He dropped end bombs. No, he wouldn't. He would not. The NFL. Come on, Bill. Conspiracy theories. Get a fucking life. The Loser. NFL and Dan Snyder were trying to get around the government of the United States of America. And they tried and they pitched these softballs into the media to try and take heat off them. One of them was John Gruden from the Bruce Allen account. If John Gruden was coaching Tom Brady and they were competing for Super Bowls, no, 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 no. I agree. They would not Goodell have allowed deletes that, to that shit. Goodell deletes that shit. Never going right. to see it again. Put that in the fucking river with Tom's phone. No, nope. mm-hmm. he'd still be in the league. So, yep, idiot number one. Uh, Bill, your um, selection. The or hero. Uh, hero of the week. This is these, hilarious. These guys, so we'll need the full story, but some athletics fans were caught in the quote-unquote stands of the A's. There's not a lot to speak of out there. Um, how should we put it? Humping? I don't know if they were humping or blowing. The picture was she, really hard. She looks like she was blowing. That's what I'd see. Or she could have been on top. It's hard to tell, but the guy's got his arms back. I know that, you know, you're getting a blowjob. You're putting your arms back unless you're jamming <laughs> your head on your car. But that's a different story. So anyways, you're in a stadium. Oakland Athletics AAA team or AA team has been averaging a hair under 7,000 fans. Oakland, their last game, had 3,500 fans in their stadium. This couple in the last row, basically the last row, decided, hey, we need a blowy mid-game. Now, Oakland Athletic, Oakland Police is investigating them for God knows what, what, getting a blowy, blowy in public. Decent exposure. I would have just said, yeah, she threw up on my lap and she was cleaning it up with her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Not so maybe hero, maybe. Uh, uh, can we start tell a new you subject? Be Hold in, on. Can we no, start no, no. a new tell subject hero of the, the week? Other- Tell me you wouldn't no. want to be on the green monster again and blowy. That wouldn't be like your lifelong dream. Watch that's the Red ex- Sox and that's Braves. An expensive play. Blowy. That's an expensive blowy. Yeah, I don't want to get arrested for what? What if there's a kid around and my dick's hanging on? This is, like, then we're talking, happened before. They're that, talking that, sex crimes now. That behavior is more right field bleachers at Fenway. You can't be doing Center that. Center field bleachers. Those are the worst ones. In the dead heat. Um, whatever. Good for those guys. Get it when you can Sweaty get it. Nutsack. Here's a, I got a couple more, uh, uh, candidates for you. The, uh, Arizona Coyotes NHL team. Is this true? You sent it to me. Yes. I didn't look it up. They're it naming their arena. It's actually a gym. It's like a, a gymnasium. 5,000 gym. Kids. Raymond high school could pack more kids in their gymnasium. Fucking ridiculous. They're naming it the mullet arena. It's yeah, actually 100. Arizona state university's, uh, athletic compound, uh, ice arena. Yeah. Cause they have a good hockey team. Yeah. Exactly. So now it's the mullet arena. I bet. Does Arizona State actually have a team or do they just have a, uh, like a, uh, they have a figure men's league? Yeah, it's probably an intramural team. Mullet arena, huh? Here's my, here's my conspiracy theory. Get a life loser for this. They are just looking to get kicked out of the NHL and get a payday and walk away. No, they just signed a 30 year extension for the Phoenix area. Extension in what? That they will stay in the Phoenix area for the next 30 years. It's a contract. You can rip that shit up whenever you want. <laughs> I ate the contract. He's he's wiping his ass with the contract. Mullet Arena is just too 
Mullet Arena that holds 5,000 people for an NHL franchise, if they're not trying to get themselves kicked out, they should get kicked out. The NHL needs to step in and get those guys out We could put more guys in fucking Irene's basement on a Tuesday than they could fit in their whole fucking stadium. I've seen it. Uh, Last one, last candidate, baseball pitchers in general or coaches or nerds, however you want to put it. We talked about it today. Walker Bueller, one of the best young pitchers in baseball, goes down again with Tommy John surgery. Here's some numbers for you. Tommy John surgery has climbed in popularity among MLB players. I'm glad you looked this up. This was very interesting to me when I read this email. Thank you, Bill. 12 I, sur- wait, five wait, minutes wait. ago. <laughs> no, I swear off. to God, I saw He's you reading you, it as I'm reading it. Fuck it's off. called listening. <laughs> It's the only way Ray knew how to read. It is the only way Ray knew how to read. 12 <laughs> surgeries in 1974 to 1994. 12. That's 20 years. They did 12. From 95 to 99, 194. Sorry, uh, 22 players from 95 to 99. Steroids. Keep going. Steroids. From 2000 to the year 2011, basically a 10-year period, 194 players got Tommy John surgery 194 in that same time period 275 minor league players got it I did some quick math this isn't perfect but roughly 62 percent of percent of pitchers since 2000 uh, are missing one and a half two years um, for Tommy John surgery basically every over 50 over half the guys that come in and pitch if you have any significant amount of time pitching in the bigs you're going to get tommy john surgery i'm surprised when guys don't get it but right. rich we we talked about it in our text chains these guys are getting bigger stronger faster and guys aren't starting pitcher in this in this league's devalued right so now they're now you have pitching coaches and you get guys that in the in the lower leagues that you're trying to get away from guys that are throwing the, the breaking stuff when you're younger. And now you're trying to teach these guys just to throw hard. Right. So the, the, the league is going to strikeouts, right? It's not the contact pitchers that we grew up seeing the Tom Glavins, the John Smoltz, like those guys had strikeouts, but they could pitch contact. The biggest example is fucking Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox threw an 80 pitch complete game because he knew how to pitch. Right. So it's, it's the era we live in. It's the same thing. Why? If you look at, there's not one rookie that's played the majority of the season. That's hitting 300 batting average right now because they don't teach guys how to hit now. They te- it's all about launch angle. It's all about this. The nerds have ruined the game, right? We've said it third time through the lineup. These guys want to throw 100 miles an hour because they know they're only getting four or five innings. It's an outliner. There's a handful of guys, 20 guys in the league, maybe, that are going to go six to eight innings, right? And, the, and still, like, the Max Scherzers who had Tommy John, like, even Justin Verlander leads the league and wins this year, right? Tommy John, coming off Tommy John. Right. Even, the even young, now the everybody. guys that are extending in the six, seven innings of all of all been through it and had it. And then like, quote unquote, in our day or when, you know, over 10 years ago, 20 years ago, the guys that could throw gas, Clemens, don't want to go back all the way to Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson. They had the frame to do it and they knew their body could handle it. This is where the stupidity comes in with me is the the people that are coaching these guys. Like we were always taught as kids. Don't throw a curveball till like high school. Like your body can't take it. You're well, still developing. But everyone did. Everyone did. But I was I was even taught if you want to throw it, like here's a way to throw it. So you're not like snapping and fully torquing your shit. I caught your curveball. It was terrible. I don't know. Yeah, bad curveball. Real loop in 12 to 6. But the but the Love. idea now is can you throw hard? Throw as hard as you possibly can all the time from 18 years old or 16 years old until you make it unless your arm falls off. So how many kids have we never even heard of that because their arm fucking blew out because they're telling them to throw as hard as possibly can because they're just using them like rag dolls to throw at the Tampa Bay Rays are going to throw 12 guys on the mound uh, just to get through a game because they don't want to pay their pitchers or devalue them or whatever. It's stupid. And you want to blame the nerds. You know, we can blame whoever you want, but the whole idea of it is fucking dumb. And, and hitters that can't hit 300, they're not missing a year of big league time no, I, or never making it to the bigs because they don't get injured. Like making these kids throw as fat as hard as they possibly can from the second they can do it is fucking stupid. It's, I put a lot of it on the pitchers too, though. You know, I, I think it, it's twofold, right? It's the coaches that want these guys to throw 100 miles an hour, and then it's the guys that want to build their body to throw 100 miles an hour right so like the biggest but thing isn't that the pressure if you're if you're 19 it's both i think it's both i think it's both because you you see the glamour of the guys like look at Noel ryan only pitcher ever 5,000 strikeouts guy pitched he threw a no hitter at like 47 right 
So, I mean, that's where you, you see the strikeouts, you see the glamour. This is what I'm chasing. So you want to get bigger, you want to get stronger, you want to get all that when you're a baseball player, right? So, I mean, I think moving the mound back, different things like that. I mean, there's ways around it, but the worst thing you can do to your body is throw a baseball besides drugs and all that other stuff, right? So the one of those things, and, you, and it's the same thing with going in the NFL, ACLs, Achilles, all this other stuff. You're talking about guys at different eras. We talked about Joe Montana era, the Tom Brady era. Can these guys play in different eras? Yes and no, because now you're looking at guys. It's they're genetically. There's you. You look at the food we eat. Everything is just pumped with hormones. You're looking at girls that get fucking tits at 12 years old now. It's all. It's all mixed together. And you're all. It's like you're all getting bigger. You're getting stronger. You're getting faster. Eventually, your body can only handle so much, and especially what you're doing. Your body's not meant to throw a fucking hundred miles an hour. Period. That's true. That's true, but it it's baseball specific because if sixty two percent of NFL quarterbacks were ha- having to have rotator cuff surgery every like no well, matter Rich, it what it goes back to be a different you're building... story. Or if every single left if sixty two percent of left tackles had ACL surgery, there'd be like there would be a change to the game, or they would do something about it. And baseball has just been sitting like since two, idle. for twenty fucking years. They've been sitting idle. Thank you, Raymond. Watching these guys blow out their arms, and not only watching them, encouraging them to do it. It's fucking stupid. Baseball um, should should take a lot of blame for that, and the nerds should take a lot of blame for that. And um, I, you know, I kind of feel bad for the guys. You're right. Every, you know, it's your you are the person that are taking responsibility for it. But I don't know. I think baseball, the sport it's itself, the glamour. Has a lot to do with you got to get the glamour. You need the selfish guys like Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox sent the set the MLB but record for him how to do that. Like yeah, the old school the guys, because they do that. There's nobody else. Another there teaching thing. A, a I think another thing is restrictions. I think another. Restriction. You saw the old guys throw yeah, more than average. Three hundred innings, four hundred innings, pitch both ga- both games of a doubleheader. Like the old school guys, where now it's like they baby the pitchers too much, right? What's the worst thing to play sports when you're trying not to, like you're trying not to get hurt? What's what's going to happen? You're going to get hurt, right? So I mean, this is kind of what they're doing. They're babying. You look at Strasburg, all these guys at their innings limit, like Shane McC- McClanahan for Tampa Bay. It's like they're in the race, but I mean, if they were out of the race, they'd shut his ass down. I guarantee it, because that's what that's where they are. They start limiting innings. You saw a schoolboy out there in Detroit last year. He came up. You started limiting his innings, where he had a pretty decent rookie year for Detroit. Had a good decent start this year. You start limiting their innings, like you're babying these players. Let them go out and let them do what they're supposed to do. That's a, like I said. This is the biggest thing when you're playing not to get hurt. Nine out of ten times you're getting hurt. Hold on. Oh, I was going to ask Ray. You're going to get hurt. This has been the Seven Mind Sports Show Friday Rewind, August 26th. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Renee? Bye. Bye, Renee. I love you. Check your Zoom settings, Richard. We record once a week, Bill. Come on, get it together. Oh, come on, man. All we ask for is two hours once a week. That's all I ask for. William, did you see what came in in the mail? What is that? Does the League Renee Championship Trophy. Ooh, Rich, you're going to let him display that right in your grill? <laughs> you can't even talk to it defend yourself right now. Nope, you can't. It's really upsetting. Ooh, there it is. That sounds good. Yeah, really? wrong, <laughs> Did you have the wrong Cordy cord plugged in? I tried a different Cordy cord. Um, speaking of League Renee, the draft lottery is tonight. I was trying to figure out a, a, a thing, a way to uh, make it all work here, and uh, clearly it didn't work, but... um. Uh, I got mixed feelings seeing my girl Renee back there. If you if you notice, my name's on that board a couple times. Um, but uh, if you move your hand, you can see the nip slip. Thank you. There it is. Little, Isn't that nice little areola. 
Yeah, tiny little, we got a sensor. Way to go! Little, <laughs> little mini Roni on that on that little, little lady. Oh, what, uh, add some hamburger, sweet, and you're right there for Ray. It does look sweet. Uh, speaking again, fantasy football season is here. No one cares, uh, but we our our league went into chaos mode. We, we had a bunch Ooh. of trades going on. It was a whole bunch of fun. Uh, but Ray brought up a scenario where uh, he offered me a trade. It was my. It was his first, second, and third round picks, and in return, he got naming rights for my second child, soon to be Chalupa Batman. <laughs> nope. Uh, great, the the league, great episode, good call back there, Bill. But I'd like to hear. Uh, I said no, I declined. So cats out of the bag, Ray. Why don't you Why don't you give the options that I would have had if I if I had taken you up on that offer? Uh, Fupa McVie. Ooh, I like the, that one. That would have been the first. Call her Foop. Call Foop for short. Yep. And the second one would have been Ramona uh, McPhee Langevin, making sure my last name goes last so that I have dominance over this child. You can't do you. that. You only no, get one name. Dude. You only get one name, bro. You... Okay, Ramona. Ramona Langevin is the middle name. That's mm. two names. Ramona Langevin. I, the naming rights. The whole rights. I get the Look, whole rights. Here's the here's the thing. Uh, I fucked up because Fupa McPhee would have been fine and I could have <laughs> had fucking the first three-round picks. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. 